What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. In today's episode, we are going to talk about something that everyone needs to hear. You know how you start a, a statement or a video, you see somebody write something and it's like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but, and I've done that myself multiple times. And I'm not really sure where that came from, but I think the interpretation is, I know exactly who needs to hear this because what I'm about to talk about, I know exactly who needs to hear this. And in reality, it's all of us. And this is a reminder that I need for myself. This is a reminder that everybody needs constantly, consistently, because we lose sight of this very important fact over and over again, and it gets us in trouble. And you're going to find out what I'm talking about in just a second after I tell you what needs to happen right in this moment right in this very moment. It would be amazing if you could hit pause on this episode and go leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the world to me. Or you can remember to do it after the episode, but you're more likely to get it done if you just do it now. Why put off something until later when you could just do it right now? And I've actually found that that is one of the most important characteristics of successful people is just doing shit when it needs to get done. Even if it's not urgent, even if it's not something that like truly has to get done in the moment, successful people just get it done. Like there's no delay, there's no waiting, there's no procrastinating. It's just cool, this needs to happen. Why wait? I could do it right now. So, the most important thing, I'm sure that this is the most important thing in your day. I can't imagine that there's anything more important in your life right now than leaving me that five-star rating and review, right? Like, whatever. The kids, they can wait. Your spouse, they can wait. Your job, not important, right? This is, this is what's right in front of us. So get it done. Uh, I would really appreciate, though, in all seriousness, if you could leave that review and if you could take a screenshot of the episode and post it to your stories on Instagram, tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. So this conversation actually came about because I overheard Mel having this conversation with a client and because we live in the same house and she coaches, I often hear little insights of, of her check-in process and communicating with clients. And then it just sparks something in my brain that I'm like, holy shit, everybody needs to hear this. And if you are one of Mel's clients listening to this, it may not be about you. It may be about you. Anytime I use a specific client example or I'm talking about somebody, it's not to make you feel bad. It's to say you're not alone. It's to say more people need to hear this. More people need to hear what you're going through because they can relate to it. And it's insightful and it's helpful and it's useful. So this is not to make you feel bad. This is to, to say thank you for your vulnerability and for allowing Mel to coach you through this process and to be able to pay it forward for everybody else who's listening. So Mel was having this conversation with a client who was doing incredibly well on her pursuit of body composition. Uh, her goals are fat loss related. She wants to feel better, look better, live the lifestyle that she wants while keeping her and maintaining her results and just overall setting a better example for her kids, for her family. And, and this is something that has been a challenge for her. She's struggled with that balance of how do I make this all fit within my life? Uh, coming from a background of very restrictive dieting, 
feeling like she couldn't integrate what she was doing with her personal life and her family life. And, and we all have been there and we've all felt that way. And maybe you're feeling that way right now. But through this process, not only has she made a lot of progress and lost a lot of weight, but she also feels like this whole thing is more sustainable. And she feels like she doesn't have to put her life on hold. And she does feel more confident and, and just better internally. There's a lot of positive signs, right? So you would think all good, right? There's nothing, there are no issues here. Everything is working the way that it's supposed to. And yes, that's accurate. However, there was one situation or there was one, I guess, moment of panic because she finished a fat loss phase with Mel. They, they went through a, a dedicated, targeted fat loss phase, nice, short and sweet, achieved the outcome that they wanted through that phase. And then the scale went back up, not went back up to where she started, but like a couple pounds. Okay. So, you know, losing 15, 20 pounds and then having the scale go up a couple pounds, two to four pounds, you're still in a great situation. And this is something that I can personally relate to because as we sit here today, my weight has gone up. I've gained about seven pounds over the past five months, and it's not muscle. Sometimes I like to say I'm in a gaining phase because if I say I'm in a gaining phase, it's ambiguous. You have no idea if I'm gaining fat or muscle. I'm just gaining something. Uh, maybe I'm gaining confidence. Maybe I'm gaining wisdom. I'm just in a gaining phase. It's such a beautiful description. Uh, but no, the seven pounds has certainly not been muscle. And I feel like I'm in that same boat where things are going really well. And it's a mind fuck to be like, how could I say that when I'm up seven pounds? Similarly, I know that Mel's client is feeling this way. Like, how can I say that things are going great when the scale is trending up a little bit? But if we zoom out and we look at the big picture and we, and we take things and we put things in perspective, it's a net positive because here's the thing, the seven pounds that I've gained, it's not because I'm off track. It's not because I stopped caring. It's not because I stopped doing the things that make me feel my best. I still work out. I still take care of myself. I still prioritize myself. And it may sound a little bit strange, but the seven pounds happened as a natural result of going through different phases and seasons of life. Because five months ago, I did a photo shoot and I got really lean and I looked pretty damn good. And I was really happy with the outcome of that photo shoot and the pictures and the process. But the thing that we fail to recognize is that Number one, it kind of sucked going through that process. It was a mental challenge, which is great, but I did have to eat less food, which is not fun. I certainly had some crazy mood swings. You can ask Mel about what happens to me when I'm dieting. The first thing that happens is I turn into a crazy person with my mood. I have high highs and low lows. I'm easily irritable. It's not fun. And it's not fun for the people around me. I had less energy. I had a harder time falling asleep and staying asleep. I have brain fog. One of the worst things when I'm dieting and I have to coach or I have to podcast or I have to write content, it really 
shocks me how I feel so dumb, like legitimately. I'm like, what is that word that I'm trying to think of? And it's like the, the most obvious word ever. And I, it happens all the time. The worst brain fog. But I know that when I'm in a dieting phase, the goal is to get in and get out. I want it to be short and sweet. We know, I know what the, you know, the objective is and I know how to make it happen. So I just get it done. But the challenge is once you hit that point, once you're finishing up your fat loss phase, we often think that our current result is our forever result. It's human nature, right? We also think as humans that our current emotions are our forever emotions. We have this cognitive bias that tells us what's happening now is going to happen forever. There's a bias called recency bias, which is we, we attach to something that happened very recently. We think that that's going to be forever. And so my feeling was, oh, I wish I could look this way forever. But then logic brain kicks in. It's like, don't fall into that trap. You've been down this road before. You know how damaging that is. Just ask any bikini competitor or bodybuilding competitor, the mind fuck that it is to reach your lowest stage weight, and then know that you have to gain a lot of weight back. And that's the reason why there's a ton of body image issues and disordered tendencies in that community, in that world. It's because it's, it's hard, even if you logically know that you can't maintain that forever, it's still really difficult to achieve it and then watch it start to deteriorate and drift away. Now, I'm talking about the extreme version. So a less extreme version is like what I'm experiencing and what Mel's client is experiencing is we finish our dieting phase and we're pretty lean and happy. And then you start to see the scale trickle up a bit and it's like, oh my God, am I losing all of my progress? No, that is a natural progression. That's a natural phase of what happens when you go back to maintenance. Now, in certain cases, when you're getting too lean, like I would say that my photo shoot body for me is too lean to sustain because I like to have more flexibility in my life. My maintenance look looks like not tracking food and training four days a week and doing zero cardio and dining out multiple times per week and drinking alcohol. So for me, sustaining that photo shoot body is not sustainable based off of the lifestyle that I want to live. So it's unreasonable to assume that we can maintain that. But Here's the thing, even though in that situation, I am gaining back some fat, a lot of the scale weight is just more food and more water and just the natural process of going back to maintenance. It's not all body fat. A lot of it is just you're, you're holding on to more water, you're eating more food. So there's more food constantly going through your system and that shows up on the scale. So my point to all of this is that thinking that your leanest is going to be your forever body is a recipe for disaster. Now, what happens if you have a lot of weight to lose and you go through a fat loss phase and you're like, well, that was cool. I made progress, but I still have more progress to go. That's fine. However, it's okay. Like, let's, let's use an example. I'm going to use another client example. We had somebody who just recently hit 30 pounds down and has been working with us for just under a year. 
And during some of her fat loss phases, she would lose like 10 to 12 pounds and then gain like two to three back. And then she would lose like 10 to 12 pounds and then gain like two to three back. So you can see the net outcome is still overall weight loss and fat loss. We're not just ripping the Band-Aid off and trying to do it all in one shot because that's usually how you end up rebounding and gaining all the weight back. It's okay to take things in phases. It's okay to expand your time horizon and say, you know what? This was a really successful fat loss phase. I'm actually going to enjoy maintenance for a while. I made a lot of progress here. I feel really good. I'm going to maintain. And, and remember, maintenance is not something that you should have to suffer through. Like You shouldn't have to feel deprived and obsessed and stressed about maintenance. You should be able to enjoy more freedom and flexibility. You should be able to enjoy pursuing strength and maybe trying to build some muscle and working on your mindset. Like There are things about the process of, of living and maintenance that you should actually enjoy. So what happened with me was that I couldn't maintain that. I shouldn't try to maintain that lean version of myself because it's not realistic. So I naturally have gained back about seven pounds from my leanest. And I'm able to live in maintenance right now and be happy because I don't have to stress about food. I don't have to ask myself, should I eat this or should I eat that? I can just live. I can just live. It doesn't take any mental energy. It doesn't add stress to my life. It doesn't bother me or frustrate me. Now, are there certain days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, ah, kind of miss more ab definition, or I kind of wish that, you know, my, I have, you know, my, my lower back and, and obliques are usually my problem areas. And I look at those areas and I'm like, I wish that was a little bit leaner. Of course I have those thoughts, but it's quickly replaced by the thought process of, I don't have to track. I don't have to think about this. It's just what I do. It's just part of my life. And guess what? I still look pretty damn good and I'm relatively fit and lean. So like, Let's be happy with how far we've come. Because previously, I always believed that I had to get leaner. And, and not only did I think I had to maintain my leanest, but I thought that I had to keep going. I was never satisfied. So I would hit a milestone. I would break through a plateau. And that still wasn't good enough. It wasn't like, okay, you reached this low point. Now, keep maintaining that it was okay we hit this milestone now what's next so for reference right now i'm about 192 ish pounds which fluctuates anywhere from like 190 193 194 somewhere in that range it wasn't that long ago less than 10 years ago that i was 167 pounds almost a 30 pound difference and i still wasn't satisfied which is just crazy and what's also crazy is that I look way better at 192 than I did at 167. Because when you stop starving yourself and you actually fuel appropriately, you will be amazed at how your body changes. I can definitively say that this shift alone has created more success with our clients than anything else. Taking our clients from thinking they have to starve themselves, deprive themselves, use willpower and discipline to force a result and getting them to eat more, to rest more, to lift heavy, recover, sleep, 
fuel their body appropriately, manage stress, and actually love the process and feel amazing through the process, it has changed everything. That piece alone has created more success than anything else. Like we're pretty fucking good at what we do. Being able to tailor your nutrition and training and lifestyle to your personality type, being able to take a look at where you're at metabolically and understand what needs to happen to create results, understanding how to integrate all of this into your lifestyle. We're really good at what we do. Nothing has made a bigger difference than flipping the script on what you think you need to do versus what you actually need to do. Flipping the script from thinking you need to starve and deprive yourself to how do you fuel appropriately? How do you recover? How do you sleep better? How do you remove stress from your body so that it actually responds the way that you want it to? That point alone has changed everything for a lot of our clients. You know, we, we're heading into the holiday season, Halloween's in a couple of weeks, and then in the States we have Thanksgiving, and then we've got, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's and whatever else you celebrate. There's, there's just a lot of shit coming up. And it's funny because there's this perception that, you know, well, I'm going through the holiday season, so that's not really the right time to pursue something like, like coaching, right? Like, or you finish up a fat loss phase just before the holidays and your perception is, I'm going to maintain this level of leanness throughout the rest of the year. And it's probably not realistic. Just remember, your lowest weight is probably not where you're going to live forever. There's seasons and phases. So it's okay if you maintain at a slightly higher weight and we play the long game and we change our time horizon. It's okay if you have to wait until your next fat loss phase to make more progress. Don't be in such a rush to get to the finish line. There is no finish line. It's okay to have phases where you eat more freely and you aren't as meticulous. It's okay if you go through the holidays and then you finish up after New Year's and you're like, I'm a little bit fluffier than I'd like to be. Because I'm assuming that your goal is to learn how to do this forever and not just in the gap between New Year's and Thanksgiving. So if we can practice maintenance and enjoy the holiday season, that's a huge win. But it's interesting. It's funny to me that a lot of times people will say, well, I don't think it's smart to hire a coach through the holidays because my schedule is all crazy. My routine is off and I'm not going to be able to put as much into it, which is the exact mindset that keeps people stuck. That's the exact mindset that keeps you stuck because it makes the assumption that you can only see progress when there are no interruptions in your normal routine. It makes the assumption that you're not integrating this into real life because you think that real life is a perfect schedule and no holidays and nothing to interfere with hitting your plan perfectly. And it also assumes that your only goal is to be losing fat at all times, which is such a small piece of the puzzle. My feeling is, what if we have the support during a time that is the most indicative of real life. The holiday season is the most indicative of real life because random shit is always going to happen. There will always be things outside of your control. Your normal routine will always get flipped on its head from time to time. And if you have the support and the ability to maintain and navigate those things without having to obsess and stress over food 
without having to wonder, should I eat this or that? Or what should I do? Or how do I approach this? If you can focus on moderation and maintenance and being present with your family, it makes everything else infinitely easier. The rest of the year will be a cakewalk. The rest of the year will be smooth sailing because you did it during the difficult time. And then when time passes, as it tends to do in the holidays circle back around next year, you go in with the confidence of, I've already been there. I've already done this. I know I can maintain my results through this time. Like that is one of the core pieces of our one-on-one coaching program that stands out as so valuable to me. It's you're doing this for life. Let's learn how to do this for life. Let's learn how to maintain it for life. Let's learn how to make it enjoyable for life. That means navigating social events, navigating holidays, alcohol, date nights, vacations, whatever it may be. This is all part of the puzzle. If you want your results forever, that means we need a plan that accounts for real life happening and life always happens. So we have to have this constant reminder about with ourselves, this, this internal dialogue, this conversation with ourselves that there are phases and there are seasons and there are times to pursue fat loss, but there are times to pursue other goals like strength, performance, maintenance, moderation, your relationship with food, your mindset, flexibility, things that you need as part of the sustainability puzzle. And that is why I think that the coaching process is so valuable because being able to have an understanding of exactly how much freedom and flexibility you can enjoy while still seeing results, it's huge. That looks different for everyone, but it's really valuable to know exactly what that looks like for you. And oftentimes our clients are surprised with how much they can truly just live life and enjoy themselves through the process. Because again, conventional wisdom tells us we have to cut calories all the time, be meticulous, be perfect, deprive, use willpower, white knuckle your way through it. And we say, fuck all that noise. We have to do things differently. You can eat more. You can enjoy family dinners. You can drink on occasion. You can be present with your family during vacations and holidays. And yes, you can still do all of those things and get leaner and achieve the results you want and keep them for life. It is possible we do it all the time. So the gift to give yourself is, first of all, the awareness and and the reminder that when you're at your leanest, you're probably not going to live there forever. It's okay. There's phases and seasons. Another gift you can give yourself is the gift of coaching, the gift of support, the gift of accountability, the gift of achieving your results. Isn't it funny how there's that phrase, but like you can't put a price on happiness? Isn't that something that people say? And yet, how often are you putting a price tag on your own happiness? Because you're not happy with where you are, you're not happy with your results, you're not happy with your lack of progress. And yet, you're putting a price on it by, with your refusal to invest in yourself and actually solve that problem. So yes, I guess you can put a price on happiness because every fucking day, some of you choose to put a price on happiness and to not invest in yourself and to keep suffering in silence and to keep hoping and, and coming up with excuses and reasons why your situation is different or why you can't take action, except you can. The third gift that you can give to yourself, and maybe this one is a little bit easier to digest, 
which is the gift of Organify. I actually just got back from Virginia. I'm not even joking. Um, the gift of Organify. I just got back from Virginia. I was there for three days this week. And I know I'd mentioned before on the podcast that when I went to Greece, I forgot my travel pack of green juice. Well, this time I did not forget it. I have been loving my morning routine with green juice to kick things off. Try the crisp apple. It is absolutely delicious. It is heavenly. I know people are skeptical when it comes to the taste of things of, of green juices or green drinks, but Organifi green juice is the best I've tried. And I've tried a lot of different ones, different variations and other companies and whatever. I've tried a lot. Um, Organifi green juice, especially the crisp apple is by far the best tasting. And it's that insurance policy. I did a masterclass last night on hormones and, and metabolism. And one of the things I talked about was, was food quality and micronutrients and nutrient density and things. You know, One of the issues that comes up with your hormone health and your metabolic health is potentially nutrient deficiency. So I like having that insurance policy where I can get in a large quantity of vitamins and minerals first thing in the morning, right when I wake up, get in some water mixed with my crisp apple green juice. It's my insurance policy for the day. Uh, it, it really helps to start the day on a positive habit and I've just been enjoying it a lot. So highly recommend trying that if you haven't already, or if you need to restock for the holidays for travel, if you need some travel packs, go to Organifi.com slash pop Use code POPFAM at checkout for 20% off. I would recommend starting with the green juice. If you're traveling, if you're on the road a lot, get the travel packs. Otherwise, you can just get the regular bottle and try the crisp apple. Use code POPFAM. It's Organifi.com slash POPFAM, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash P-O-P-F-M, P-O-P-F-A-M. Use code POPFAM at checkout for 20% off. Start with the green juice. Try the gold juice if you need some help with your wind down routine. And I would recommend those two products first and foremost before branching out to some of the other products that they have, which are all amazing. But that's the best starting point. Bookend your day with two quality habits. That's another gift that you can give yourself. And of course, the gift that you can give me is sharing the podcast, spreading the word, telling your friends and family about this podcast if it's helped you in any way, shape, or form. If you've received any amount of value from the messages that we spread on here, let me know and let your friends and family know because we want to help more people. We want to change more lives and we cannot do that without you. I appreciate you tuning in and I will talk to you guys very soon.